You again? Where'd you come from? Ah, come from, go to. These terms are so passe. Eh, right. Well, you scared the shit out of me. I had to catch you before you scurried back to your little cafe to, uh, you know, empty your wallet and stare at the wall. First of all, rude. That happens to be a very productive environment for me. Second of all, where have you been, anyway? Been a little, uh, quiet since the last episode. Nah, I don't really do quiet. Let's just say I've been evaluating. Oh, yeah? And, uh, what was the final score, coach? Well, first of all, congratulations are in order. You know, one in four podcasts don't make it past the first episode. So, hey, you've already cleared a hurdle. Gold star for you. Oh, so you're, what, being sarcastic? <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know? Anyone ever tell you you've got terrible bedside manner? I found tough love to be an effective motivational tool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're a motivational tool, all right. <laughs> There's the old sense of humor. I was starting to worry about you. You know, you're looking a little tired. You've been burning the midnight oil trying to get this show up and running? <sighs> yeah, yeah, you know, it's all the promotional stuff, man. The social media, all that. Ugh, that's the hard part. Sure, sure, sounds rough. Hey, listen, Danny boy. Uh, if we're gonna do this thing, I need you at the top of your game. Here. Why don't you try some of these? What are you, shoplifting? What? No, 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 no. This is from my own personal stash. A place like this couldn't handle what I got here. Try one, come on. It'll just give you a little boop. Hey, look, man. I'm off drugs. And I'm sure not taking some mystery pills from you. Whoa, whoa, drugs? Who said anything about drugs? What do I look like, Big Pharma? No, 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 no. Don't sweat, my man. These are all natural. Uh, I don't know, man. Oh, I see, I see. You're one of those traditional medicine guys, huh? You think it's any better to take, uh, what do we, uh, aspirin, vitamin D, uh, zinc? Damn, don't tell me big zinc got to you. Blink twice if they're listening right now. Look, no one got to me. And for the record, I take care of myself just fine. No offense, I'm just not gonna take a pill from some rando who- Rando? Well, now who's being rude? After all we've been through together? Still haven't told me your name, by the way. You know, I'm a very trustworthy guy. Especially compared to some of the yahoos out there shilling miracle cures. In fact, truth boy, there's your next assignment. Ah, all right, I see what you're doing. Try to put me to work again. You make it sound so sordid. We're a team, like Woodward and Bernstein, or, uh, I don't know, Mythbusters. Yeah, right. So, you're coming with me this time, or are you still just gonna, you know, hover? Eh, I'll catch up with you. I'm going through the, uh, self-checkout. Why? Cashier's wide open. Shh. Be cool. I'm stealing some zinc. <sighs> Trustworthy guy. with Feitner Productions. This is 
It's called Powder Pump, and honestly, wow. It's been so effective at helping me keep those extra pounds off, and just look at how clear my skin has been. Not to mention what this stuff does for my libido and mental health. (laughs) Yeah, sure. All you do is stir one teaspoon into your morning coffee. Oh. Or if you're like me, your pumpkin spice latte. OMG, who else is addicted? And that's it. I highly recommend you guys try this out. I swear this stuff is a miracle. Right. Click yeah. the link in the uh-huh. description below for a free 30-day trial and use promo code GETFIT2022 okay. yeah, we'll to get yeah. 30% off sure. your first. Oh, Danny boy, we getting going here or what? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Sorry, just mesmerized by this uh, perfect product. Oh, don't worry. No shortage of those where we're headed. Oh, and uh, remember what I said about episode length? You were way over limit last time. Keep it snappy. Keep it concise. Don't ramble on. Right, 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 right. Loud and clear. Oh, and uh, don't forget to plug your socials to uh, websites, show notes, all that good stuff. Capiche? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So, (sighs) there are many ways to make a living in this world. Convincing other people to buy what you're selling is a cornerstone of the lovely world of market-based economics. Step one have a product. Step two, get people's attention. Step three, tell them why this is something they need. Step four, rake in the dough. That's step three, though. That's where the fun takes place. And by fun, of course, I mean, well, bullshit. It constantly seems like someone is trying to sell us something, preying on our insecurities, our fears about health or wealth, our most basic human needs. Ads are the new self-help gurus. And man, are they constant. Ad breaks before videos, sponsored ads inserted into our feeds, ads on streaming platforms we're already paying for, ads in the middle of a podcast episode that you're just settling into. Do you worry about your health? What What, what the hell is this? Alone. We all worry about our well-being. These are confusing times. Plastic products, no, no, ingredients no. with toxins, chemicals, names we can't even pronounce. It can be hard what? to know who to trust. And that is God. isn't safe to put in no, our bodies. No, 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 no. What's going on? Why That's is this? That's where Vitapure comes in. 100% pure, all natural, toxin-free oh, vitamin supplements for the love are guaranteed of... to boost your immune system. No, 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 no. Skip energy. ad. Skip ad. The hell, man? Uh, yeah, so sorry about that. I uh, I think I misfired the timing on the whole dynamic ad insertion thing. We're only on episode two. You're already dropping the ball, eh? Hmm. I'm just a little tired. Uh, I think I need another of these little magic pills. <laughs> you were saying? Wow. Actually, you know what? It's fine. Not your blatant substance abuse, obviously, but the ad itself. It actually helps bring me to my point. Health and well-being. Safety. Mortality. Worrying about all these things is the most natural thing in the world. These days, human beings are living longer than ever, and to be fair, that can take a lot of care and effort to pull off. In a world filled with questionable ingredients and hormones, unregulated supplements, unhealthy sugary snacks, 
chemical preservatives, plastic in our oceans, our products, our food. It makes perfect sense to prey on those anxieties to make a quick buck. Like I said, there's plenty of ways to make a living and everyone's got to eat. Why not appeal to that most basic instinct in us to survive, to live as long and healthy a life as possible? It's one of the oldest cons in the world. Snakes selling snake oil. At least that's the cliche term for it. Speaking of which, where did that term come from in the first place? Hey, all right, bada boom. Let's get our hands dirty, dig in, do a little research. Cue montage music. 1854, Abilene, Texas. A man named Clark Stanley was born into the world. He grew up to work as, believe it or not, a bona fide cattle herding cowboy. Ah, yes, out on the frontier trails, rootin' and tootin', third on the saddle or whatever. The American dream. In 1879, Clark moved on from the cowboying to study with a Hopi medicine man in Arizona, where he learned the ways of a certain mysterious miracle cure. You see, earlier in the 1800s, as workers came over from China and were put to work building railroads in the name of good old American progress, they brought with them a natural remedy used to soothe the daily aches and pains of their labor and of being, you know, unconscionably exploited and abused. <sighs> being used as a disposable tool can be awfully tiring. <sighs> You're telling me. And, and that's enough music for now. Thanks. But these workers from China concocted their natural remedy using oil from Chinese water snakes, oil containing high amounts of omega-3 fatty acids, which, when used correctly, became a highly effective anti-inflammatory. Pretty standard stuff. And as time went on, the workers began sharing their remedy with Americans who naturally, no pun intended, ooed and awed at its marvels. Now, learning of this miracle cure... Our enterprising ex-cowboy Clark Stanley got himself an idea to take his newfound knowledge of this all-natural cure and, like all great American pioneers, claim it for himself. He began making regular appearances at health expos across the country, peddling his own line of patented snake oil to the unsuspecting masses, seeking to soothe their own aches and pains. He even held true to his cowboy roots dressing in character as the rugged frontiersman and touting himself as the Rattlesnake King. Ah, a moniker, a relatable persona, and a product with a hook. Oh, a man after my own heart. Now here's the fun part. Clark touted that his snake oil could cure nearly anything, including chronic pain, headaches, kidney trouble, even, quote, female complaints. Ladies and gentlemen, it does it all. Flash forward. The Chicago World's Expo, 1893. Clark, dressed in full cowboy regalia, wowed a crowd of potential customers by slicing open a rattlesnake, tossing it in a pot of boiling hot water, and whipping up some of his patented liniment right there on the spot. Oof, now that's showmanship. I'll bet that got business a-booming. Indeed it did. But there was one problem. Clark was using rattlesnakes, not Chinese water snakes, because, well, he was in America, not China. And rattlesnakes, while far more abundant in the old U.S. of A., were nowhere near as potent. <laughs> the old switcheroo, eh? Now, around this same time, specifically the turn of the 20th century, 
With the boom of newspapers and the lovely accompanying fusion of advertising revenue, these so-called patent medicines had begun spreading like wildfire. Whether the ingredients were legitimate or not really didn't matter so much back then. In fact, in many cases, these concoctions contained pretty generous doses of alcohol, opioids, even cocaine. Or as I call it, Saturday night. (laughs) Am I right? (laughs) Eventually, thanks to the growing temperance movement in the United States, there would be backlash against the alcoholic content of these medicines, despite the fact that people, well, obviously preferred them that way. Yes, got to give the people what they want. You ought to take notes here, Danny boy. Think of all the listeners we'd have if we gave away free booze to everyone. Since the patents were often flimsy at best, people began creating new elixirs, by simply removing or changing an ingredient or two. Now, you'd be surprised, or, well, maybe you wouldn't, what you could get away with like that. Hell, half of the time, these drug and booze-infused tonics were advertised specifically to mothers and children. Can you imagine the kind of ad campaign you'd need by today's standards to hawk a product like that? As a matter of fact, I can. Allow me to work a little magic here. Something like... Oh, oh, no, 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 no. Why did I even ask? Salutations, my fellow tonic titans. Your old pal Roger here for Wagon Wheel Wellness. Just popping by real quick to tell you about my favorite new miracle elixir. Mackenzie and Sons Cure-All Liniment. Now gather round the campfire and lend old Roger an ear. Especially all you poor dear mothers out there. Now, I know it sure is tough work raising seven children with an eighth on the way, all while tirelessly tilling earth on the old root mom farm. My, but children can be such a botheration. Luckily, Mackenzie and Sons is here to soothe. With their patented blend of opium, Kentucky bourbon, mineral oil, mashed celery, and all-natural barrel-filtered rainwater, Mackenzie & Sons Cure-All Liniment has everything the body needs to boost resilience, strengthitude, and all-around rejuvenification. It also works to treat bronchitis, malaria, sadness, madness, lack of appetite, overappetite, corns, horns, worms, germs, heck, even those pesky female troubles for the ladies. And for the little ones, introducing Cure-All Junior, a pint-sized panacea guaranteed to soothe everything from night terrors to weak, spindly arms. Mackenzie & Sons Cure-All Liniment. Click the link in your old pal Roger's bio to order your first bottle today. And be sure to like, subscribe, and share. Eh? Eh? Not bad, right? <sighs> it's simply uh, amazing. The point of all this was, despite being one of the few remedies to not have any alcohol in it, Clark Stanley snake oil eventually came under scrutiny for suspicion of intoxicants somewhere in all those miracle ingredients. It began in 1906 when the United States Congress passed the Pure Food and Drug Act. And in 1917, after almost a decade of growing skepticism over his product, Clark Stanley's snake oil liniment was seized and examined. Upon closer inspection, his magical cure was found to contain beef fat, chili peppers, and turpentine. Yum! but no actual snake oil. 
in the end, his bullshit didn't even contain the bullshit. Hey, 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 hey. I don't want to hear any slagging on turpentine. Sometimes a man's got to make do with what's on the shelf. Well, all's well that ends well, though. The government handed Clark a punishment that was sure to mean this scam was finally over. A $20 fine, equal to about $430 today. Tough but fair. That'll learn him. And so, thanks to a couple of cultural references to Clark Stanley over the course of the 20th century, snake oil eventually became the byword for any bullshit health product shamelessly peddled for profit. And then, nobody ever fell for it again. This has been episode two of Hard No. Thanks so much for... What? What's this? Are you a man? Uh, last time I checked. Do you feel tired and sluggish? Can't even play a full 18 holes? Not banging your wife the way you used to? Well, you know, 18 holes is a lot, but w- what was that last part? Then talk to your doctor about Revitamail X, the only doctor-recommended treatment for low T and men over the age of 30. Oh, God damn it, no! What? Relax, Danny boy. I take the stuff, and let me tell you, I've made a few holes in one, if you know what I mean. (laughs) Unfortunately, this is just another repeating pattern through history. Now, how about this? The Italian mountebanks, a sort of doctor pharmacist who typically enticed potential patrons with an array of musical and theatrical entertainments. A doctor and a showman. Now that's entertainment. In 1692, one such mountebank named Lazaro Tambi came to Siena, Italy to, well, ply his trade. In town was a local man named Girolamo Bondoni, whose wife had been sick for over six years. Tambi claimed he could do what countless doctors couldn't and miraculously cure Bondoni's wife. And in just 20 days at that, jeez, what a deal! So Tambi did his magic. And of course, it was about as effective as you'd expect from a magic show. Bondoni's wife was not cured, but by the time that was apparent, her husband had already spent the modern equivalent of hundreds of dollars on the supplies Tambi had claimed he needed to treat her. And of course, Tambi moves on to the next village to prey on the next poor, vulnerable soul. Now, historical documents from 17th century Italy point to many of these medical charlatans being failed apothecaries. Can't hack it in genuine medicine? Try bullshit medicine. Sounds like you've just found your fallback plan for podcasting. In case this one, you know, flops. In short, this is a con rooted in our basest human instincts. We're all vulnerable to these fears about our health. And the thing is, we want answers fast. We want them certain. Whether it's a man and his sick wife in the 17th century, the dumbfounded audience at a 19th century world's expo, or our average 21st century someone staring at their socials, Historically speaking, there's never been a bad time to sell your own fears in pill, powder, or 10-week program form. So, uh, hey, I'm going to go ahead and assume you've got a decent handful of examples. Uh, So how about we make things uh, interesting? Do a little uh, lightning round. What does that mean? Call it a little bit of uh, cross-promotion. Cross-promotion? Wait a minute, what? Settle down, settle down. Let me just get this set up here and... What is happening? Hey, folks. 
Welcome to another episode of Necessarily Nefarious, where we tip our hats to the decent, hardworking folks out there doing whatever it takes to bring wellness to the world. Uh, necessarily ne- ne- Hey, wait a second. Did you already steal that podcast idea from last week? Today, we're joined by Dan Felton of the podcast Hard No. Dan, thanks for stopping by. Now, you're here to tell us about some of history's most prolific wellness industry leaders. But if I understand correctly, you're actually not a fan of these selfless trailblazers. Explain. Uh, I guess you could call me skeptical of their methods. Look, they operate in the field of health. But at the end of the day, a scam is a scam, regardless of the industry. It's the deeper intent that matters. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, then let's get to it, shall we? Enlighten our listeners. Tell us about some of these so-called schemes. Okay, uh, well, for starters, take C.W. Post, founder of what is now Post Serials, who, after a couple of nervous breakdowns and a brief stay in a sanitarium, converted to the wonders of the grape nut, which he advertised as food for brain and nerve centers, as well as claiming it could cure appendicitis and keep your body's temperature in control. So let me get this straight. A man overcomes his mental health struggles, founds a company that still lives on over a century later in post-consumer brands, creates a wonder product called Grape Nuts that helps win World War II as an essential part of soldiers' rations, inspires generations of classic breakfast foods, and became the first cereal to reach the top of Mount Everest? It is Is that an actual accomplishment? Hey, I'm just asking important questions about the narrative you're spinning here. What's next? Oh, all right. Well, since I mentioned Snake Oil's Clark Stanley back when I was still apparently doing my show, how about the story of Peruna, the patent medicine cure-all that made a fortune for its creator, Samuel Brubacker Hartman? Another honest man putting people's health at the forefront of his lucrative business. Yeah, more like another con artist talking a product that was mostly made of booze. So much so, in fact, that bootleggers used it as a way to move product during Prohibition. Sounds to me like he knew how to adapt to a changing market. But that also feels a little uh, outdated, Dan. How about something a little more modern? (laughs) All right, take your pick. How about trim cigarettes in the 1950s who claimed smoking three of their darts a day would help you lose 20 pounds in eight weeks? And without any further dietary changes. Well, to be fair, cigarettes do curb appetite and increase metabolism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cigarettes do a lot of things. All right, how about Dr. Larry Stowe, who from 2006 to 2010 was selling stem cell treatments to ALS patients, promising results that range from, quote, moderate to miraculous. Oh, sure. Let's crucify a man who only wanted to help folks stricken with a terrible disease. Don't those poor souls deserve a chance at relief, Dan? Oh, yeah, sure. Except the program cost $125,000, and these patients slash customers had to fly to Mexico for treatment in what turned out to be a ramshackle clinic. Some people sold their homes, gave up everything, all in the hopes of finding relief from their illness. Ah, but in the end, weren't they cured? No! Ah, but... Didn't Dr. Stowe mean well in the end? No, he served six years in prison. (sighs) Another enterprising free thinker persecuted for his beliefs. Or how about Bell Gibson, 
the Australian social media influencer who built an entire online persona around her struggles with cancer. Except, oh wait, turns out she didn't have cancer and had been diverting her followers away from actual treatments and towards buying her book and a slew of natural solutions, which wound up making people even more sick. I mean, can you imagine having so little conscience that you could... Okay, okay, okay. You know, all I'm hearing from you is a whole lot of hatred for people who find their purpose in helping others. So what if they make a little something off their work? Don't they deserve to be compensated for what they do? What, do you think the people doing such good in the world should have to live like penniless paupers? <sighs> My point is, I'm contesting that they ever aimed to do good at all. This is not altruism it's predatory it's con artistry with little to no repercussions in the end the fines are weak the enforcement is spotty and despite all these examples the wellness industry chugs along unchecked ever growing into a trillion dollar industry even dr stowe the stem cell guy well he's out of jail now for god's sake he runs a non-profit foundation and he has a seat in the republican party of rock county illinois sounds like someone who never gives up no matter what no! Oh, sounds like we don't have any real safeguards against this particular strain of fraud. Or maybe you just can't understand that there is an order of things in this world. That there are people who do and people who, well, who don't. And the world filters out one bunch from the other. Some people just know how to think outside the box. How to give people hope and make a dollar on the side. What's so bad about that, huh? Maybe it's you who should just learn to live with it. Oh, okay. Oh, 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 okay, okay. That's all the time Dan has for today. Uh, well, hey, hey. Good job there, kiddo. You really stuck it to him. <laughs> what the hell was that? Don't do that to me again. Why? You were ready to go. Dropping knowledge. Bringing the hammer down. Anyway, back to it. Carry on. Actually, maybe that was helpful after all. It seems this kind of wellness bullshittery is so common, so widespread, so insidious. We could list off cases for weeks. Maybe a better way to look at all this is to find someone from the modern day. One person who really embodies these concepts. You know, who uses these old tricks on some new dogs, so to speak. Oh, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me just, uh... Our no does not affiliate those who get scammed, rinsed, fleeced, or otherwise snake-oiled out of their money with dogs, cats, geese, meese, guinea, or non-guinea pigs, or any creatures of the two, four, or six-legged variety. Furthermore, no animals, living, dead, or otherwise, were harmed in the use of this analogy. Okay, bye. Uh, was that necessary? Can't be too careful these days. And, uh, uh by the way, I think I know the guy you're looking for. Wait. Really? Hey, I can do more than just make snide comments. And I figure it'll trim some time, you know. Tick-tock. Here you go. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, this guy. Yeah, yeah, this is him. This is our shystermeister, our snake oil poster boy. <laughs> yeah, I thought the old uh, snakeskin shoe might fit, so to speak. I mean, a man who goes by the self-given title, the most honest man in medicine. Yeah, he's perfect. Let's get to it then. So during the COVID-19 pandemic, NPR News released a list of the 12 wellness-based influencers who accounted for nearly two-thirds of all pandemic misinformation. The common thread? They were all making some form of profit off of their theories. But there was one among them who really reigned supreme. The king of the disinformation doesn't, as they've been dubbed. His name is Joseph Mercola. 
Born July 8, 1954 in Chicago, Illinois, Joseph Mercola graduated from the Chicago College of Osteopathic Medicine in 1982 and opened his own practice in 1985. Already well into his 30s by that time, it seemed Dr. Joe was a bit of a late bloomer. Hey, sounds like someone else I know. <clears throat> right, well, I guess I'll keep my judgment canon on standby for now. So, unsurprisingly, Mercola started his medical career in the world of prescription drugs. He even worked as a drug spokesman in his early days. Then in the early 1990s, Mercola encountered a patient with a terrible case of diarrhea. With no traditional medical solutions being effective, Mercola turned to the book The Yeast Connection by the painfully ironically named Dr. William Crook. Crook pushed the theory that humans are plagued by problems of yeast and that yeast-related inflammations and infections are the cause of all kinds of ailments. Let me guess, you're gonna say, science has disproved this theory countless times over the years. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The belief that yeast causes widespread problems in the human body is one that has been debunked countless times and never proven in any real clinical trial. Before his death in 2002, Crook stated that he had no intention of proving his theories because he was, quote, a clinician, not a researcher. See, Danny boy, there's always a good explanation for everything. You just have to be willing to say it. But our boy Dr. Joe was changed forever when these techniques actually did give his young patient a supposed miraculous recovery. From then on, and all throughout the 1990s, Mercola shifted his focus to natural health medicine. Whoa, what's that? Oh, uh, I thought I sensed the old roller coaster firing up here, so I thought... Uh, Don't. I hate roller coasters. Ugh. You'll never let me do anything fun. How's this for fun? Along with natural remedies, Mercola also began shifting his focus to treating the whole person as opposed to simply prescribing drugs to treat every problem. Whoa, now hold on. You're going to need to seed a little ground here. Big Pharma isn't exactly an honorable community of saints, you know. Yes, that is very true. Bear in mind through all this, the pharmaceutical industry has its own hefty share of grifters, con artists, shady practices, and harmful outcomes. No question about it. I'm not out here claiming all scientific medicine is some beacon of truth and goodness, even when compared to the shady world of snake oil. But... One bullshit category at a time, huh? Yeah, something like that. Eh, fair enough. And in truth, there is at least one very distinct difference between the world of natural wellness and scientific pharmaceutical medicine. And that is oversight and regulation. One has a lot of it, although admittedly far from perfect. And the other has none at all. It's like one is playing against a defense with referees enforcing rules, and the other is running plays into an open field. Ah, a football reference. Nice. Now you're speaking my language. So, anyway, here's Dr. Joe Mercola, networking his way deeper and deeper into the world of natural wellness. Then, in 1997, seeing the wave of the future on the digital horizon, he starts his own website. Mercola.com. And with that, millions of pockets were forever unburdened from the weight of having money in them. He also delved into the lucrative and legitimacy-creating world of being an author, writing the best-selling No Grain Diet in 2003. Hey, aren't you celiac? 
You can't really oppose that one, can you? All right, yeah, that's fair. Again, I have to point out, none of this is all bad or all good. Just because Big Pharma does its fair share of wrong doesn't mean Pfizer medications don't help countless people worldwide every day. And just because some people happen to be cured by eliminating wheat or grains or even yeast doesn't mean a con man adding that miracle cure to his list of schemes excuses him from countless other misdeeds. If anything, it helps the overall artistry of the con by lending legitimacy to an otherwise questionable list of claims. Mercola may be anti-gluten, sure, which hits home for me. But at the same time, Mercola has donated millions to the National Vaccine Information Center, a neutral-sounding name that is actually one of the largest anti-vaccination organizations around, one of the larger proponents of misinformation and avoiding vaccinations through the pandemic. For all of Big Pharma's shady practices, most sensible people would agree that vaccines are a good thing. Careful. People get all worked up about vaccines these days. All this is to say, these are complicated waters. There are no simple answers, no clear-cut good or bad. What I'm here to focus on are the lies, the places where misinformation spreads, where people get taken advantage of. Joe Mercola's medical philosophy plays on something very key to just about every lie, con, and scheme. Ignorance. A cornerstone of his empire is a phobia of just about everything, from laptops to toothpaste to hot tubs, root canals, even Cheerios. He even claims tattoos are harmful. Yikes, that's not so good for you, buddy boy. I've seen those couple pieces you got. What, no wink on you? Uh... Not really my thing. Uh, right, okay. Your, your body is a temple, eh? Uh, something like that. Please, proceed. Mercola sees pretty much all illness, or anything less than feeling super fantastic, as being the result of what you put in your body. And to be fair, that's another tough point to contest him on. Our mass-produced food really is filled with countless substances that we know nothing about. And what you put in is often what you get out. <laughs> poop. You mean poop. Yes. Thank you for that. The problem, as most of us are aware, is that so often our options are not great, especially for those of us who are cost conscious. That is to say, not wealthy. Your healthier, natural, organic foods tend to cost more and are harder to come by than the cheap fast food containing who knows what that you can find on every street corner. It almost implies a connection between wealth and health. A connection, I'm sure, is not lost on Dr. Joe. Our self-proclaimed most trusted man in medicine has built his own fortune on that divide. People's ignorance, fear, desperation, lack of wealth or resources, much like our old poor Italian man and his sick wife. These human weaknesses are what allows a smooth operator like Mercola to exploit them. Only on closer inspection do you notice the logical leaps, omissions, and contradictions. Mercola loves to target the chemicals found in various products, one and all, while simultaneously selling products that contain those same ingredients. For example, Mercola states mercury is toxic, but his Himalayan salt contains, yeah, you guessed it, mercury. Wait, it does? Oh, I've been filling my bath with it. Wait, what, you buy this stuff? Hey, I contain multitudes, okay? Take a lesson, Dano. Ear to the street. How you think I put you on this whole shebang in the first place? Anyway, on top of that, critics also point to the fact that Mercola ignores entirely the idea of levels to things. 
That is, when he's making claims of something being dangerous, as in trace amounts of something that actually isn't harmful to people. But see, it's an all or nothing game when you need to get people to buy your products. He also apparently loves vitamin D, like really loves it, and believes tanning beds are God's gift to the world. Now, those can be dangerous. Take my word for it. Ask me why I look like an old catcher's mitt. Mercola's entire philosophy seems to be built around, don't trust them, trust me. He set himself up as a guru, a singular trustworthy beacon in a sea of lies. Now, what's interesting here, where all this gets a little tricky, is that this man is not stupid. Unlike our failed 17th century pharmacist, Dr. Mercola actually has qualifications. Mercola's doctorate in osteopathy is about on par with your average MD in America. He's a licensed surgeon in the state of Illinois. Yet, bizarrely, he hasn't actually technically practiced either craft since 2009, despite maintaining the qualifications. Why not, you may wonder? In the States, both have the potential to be pretty lucrative fields. <laughs> No-brainer. Why would he bother practicing medicine? You seen what he's raking in with that website of his? Bingo. You know, maybe you are more than just a pretty face. Flattery will get you everywhere, young man. Anyways, yes. There is your question. There is your answer. How does Dr. Joe make seven to eight figures a year? How does he live in a colossal estate in Florida? By selling his own products online. It's been reported that Mercola.com brings in upwards of $10 million a year, with millions more coming in from his affiliated businesses. Oof. We are in the wrong line of work, Bally. Yeah, no kidding. The site has become a behemoth in the wellness world, churning out products, advice, articles, from simple puff pieces about, say, how to cut mangoes to such titles as Vitamin D, the silver bullet for cancer, and How Homeopathy Cured a Boy of Autism. His articles get published and translated into dozens of languages. He sells books, makes frequent, regular appearances on TV talk shows. Hell, he even has a podcast. Oh, competition, eh? Well, if he wants a war, we'll give him a war. No wars. I cannot stress that enough. <sighs> Fine. Note to self. Start war. Currently, Mercola.com's blog posts, which are frequent, are only viewable for 48 hours before they get deleted. Could be a marketing technique to create a sense of urgency, or could be the countless dubious medical claims therein are best not left up for future reference. You know, in case anyone is feeling litigious or suffers from a sudden flare-up of common sense. And the site also uses a marketing strategy called A-B testing, where you run two similar articles about a topic, see which does better, and then go with the winner, full scale. Wait, 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 wait. You're saying we could have made two podcasts and run whichever one does better? Sheesh, let me host the other one. I think I'd give you a serious run for your money. If you want a war... I'll give you a war. Oh, I'm kidding. <laughs> hey, that's funny, though, Danny boy. You're funny. Saying my same thing back to me. <laughs> that's fun. That's uh, <clears throat> all right. Carry on. Man, just look at this website. It literally has something for everything. Joints, muscles, stomach, skin, brain, pets, exercise, home, kitchen, bath, bedroom. Jesus. It really has got it all. Wait, 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 whoa, what? Uh, oh, God damn it! what? Now, where are we? We're inside Mercola.com. I thought 
it might be good to uh, get to know the enemy or whatever. Scope the scene, you know, reconnoiter the rim. Uh, right. So, so what do we do now? Welcome to Mercola.com, the most trusted place on the internet. What ails you, friend? Uh, actually, I'm, I'm not... I recommend the organic fermented cinnamon, just $70 for a 90-day supply. Enter your credit card details below to receive your first shipment. Uh, uh look, uh, we're not buying anything just now, pal. Have you seen our selection of enzymes? enzymes. Or how about some vitamins? Pure electrolytes. Bone broth collagen powder. Air purifiers. Slide removing water filters. Organic cotton bath towels. What is happening right now? Are your thoughts not as positive as you'd like them to be? Uh, not this moment, no. Try our Muse meditation headband with brain sensing biofeedback to help you refocus, recover, recenter. Only $250. Don't forget to include the ionized grounded yoga mat. Or for only $10,000, the Power Plate Fitness Machine, which gives you a complete full body workout, incorporating stretch, balance, core, strength, and massage, all in just 15 minutes. Wait, wait, seriously? 15 minutes? That's amazing! Hey, hey, get back here. But then, think of the efficiency! No, 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 what no, no, get us the hell out of here now! Enter your credit card details. Okay, okay, okay. Enter your credit card details right here. You, you have got to stop doing that. How do people keep falling for these products? Is it because the wild west of the internet has made it easier to manufacture and distribute, to reach more customers, to provide these quick fix miracle cures quicker and fixier than ever before? After all, this is a website that sells supplements of all varieties operating in an industry that is perhaps the least regulated out there, almost zero oversight or accountability. <sighs> and as I mentioned before, that's the real problem with all this. There's no real accountability because there are no real consequences. The proverbial referees have stepped in dozens of times to slap Mercola and his website with warnings about false claims and false advertising. They've issued cease and desists, product recalls, Sellers of his products have issued millions of dollars in refunds. But like Clark Stanley and his snake oil, the punishments simply don't come close to the benefits. After everything I've read about this guy, his bubble is airtight. He's been at it for a couple of decades now, and nothing stops his machine. For the snake oil charlatan, the modern-day mountebank, there's never been an easier time in history to make yourself beyond reproach to insulate yourself from criticism or consequence. This is the age of never being wrong, and of course, never admitting to anything. We allow these kinds of lies. Hell, we encourage them. We even pay good money for them. So why would he ever stop? Why would anything I'm saying right now even matter in the face of a multi-million dollar empire like Mercola's? Snake oil? We're miles past that point. And yet... The more time I spend diving into the snake oil world, Joseph Mercola's world, the more I find myself strangely envious of how robust and complete this empire is.
I'm in a kind of terrified awe of it. I can see why he is a runaway freight train packed with powders, capsules, and 15-minute full-body workouts. He knows something about human nature, a void in our collective souls, and unburdened by shame or conscience, he's willing to bilk us for it. Mercola once said in an interview that he doesn't do what he does to have a bigger home or a nicer car. And yet, he does have an enormous home. He does drive an expensive car. He sits atop a wellness empire claiming altruism while raking in obvious personal profit. Oh, and by the way, his partner is Aaron Elizabeth, a well-known anti-vaccination social media influencer who also sells her own line of alternative medicines. Aww, oh, birds of a feather. Uh, more like two snakes entwined, if you ask me. <laughs> I see what you did there. In the end, it's a no-brainer why all this works. Flooding the internet with fear. Fear about your age, your skin, your weight, your wheat, your heart, your mind. Anything and everything that might be a disease, might cause a disease, might make you look bad, feel bad, think bad for even a second, and convincing you at every turn that there is a solution, and it's all here, and it's all natural. The snake oil salesman sells us on an idea that we can control the uncontrollable, that solutions can be certain, and that the right amount of money can buy them. They're selling the chance to know in an unknowable world. And that idea is powerful. It's powerful because it's comforting. What worked in ancient times for the mountebanks, the charlatans, for good old Clark Stanley, still works today for Joe Mercola and his ilk. Grand claims, easy solutions. Empty promises in the guise of health. Profiteering dressed up as promises of the impossible. Stave off old age. Infirmity. Make yourself feel perfect, protected, safe. They're lies we want to believe, that we need to believe. And hey, maybe that's just the point. Maybe a guy like Mercola really should be making these egregious amounts of money. Maybe he's providing a service after all. Hope. False hope, sure. Hope based on a lie. But if people wanted to see through it, if the better angels of wisdom wanted to prevail, wouldn't they? From an outsider's perspective, I often wonder, who the hell could fall for these claims? Who in their right mind is going to buy the weird mystery powder, the magic pill, the anti-aging cream some Instagram model is selling? But then I remind myself, I'm really not who they're selling to. Not yet, anyway. Human beings are complicated, vulnerable, scared, insecure. I'm no different. What's on offer may not appeal to me today, but who's to say, well, if the right promise came along. Hey bro, wanna grow your penis three inches in just two weeks? Oh God, just stop. Two weeks? Uh, 
great show, Pally, uh, Danny, uh, Buddy Boy. Yeah, 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 that's the one, that's the one. Great show, Buddy Boy. Now, what do we learn this week? I know, I know, shocking stuff, shady as all hell. But, you know, I try to remind myself, we're all just doing our best to survive. A man's got to eat, right? Sometimes you got to ask yourself, you want to do good or you want to do well? Yeah, 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 that's good, that's good. Do good, do well, yeah. Oh, uh, there you are. So, uh, not a bad show, right? Great show, buddy boy. Now, what did we learn this week? Hard No is written and produced by Dan Felton and David Felton. Original music is produced by David Felton. Find more of his work at DFeltMusic on Instagram. Hard No's artwork was created by the talented Q, who you can find at The Mighty Q Works on Twitter and Instagram. Special thanks this episode to Kristen, who you can find on Twitter at RealCoffinCast and at DaydreamSilver. And to Jeff Feitner, who's on the socials at FightPro and has all of your podcast production needs at FightPro.com. To follow Hard No on social media, follow at Disinformed Dan on Twitter and Instagram. Additional notes and sources can be found at disinformed.ca slash hard no. Questions, comments, and concerns? Email me at dan at disinformed.ca. And if you like what you hear, pass it on. And thank you again for listening.